Last time on Why Can't We Be Wizards. All right, guys. I've never talked to this Janie before this letter, so I don't know how much we can trust her, and I'm not quite sure why she's calling herself Auntie when she hasn't been in my life this whole time. The green flames, foof, and you are transported to the Leaky Cauldron, <laughs> predicting the future. <laughs> also, just like prophecies Leo. do exist, but like, come on. Dreams, that's not, that's nothing. A lunoscope, what do you, um, what do you need one of these for? Uh, to track the moon cycles, of course. <laughs> All right, you leave the store? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I got a cool instrument and a case. Are you saying my mom got killed because she was hanging out with disreputable people? Your mother was a wonderful person. I don't, I'm not trying to discredit her memory at all. Your dad is Ganon? Yeah. Uh, he's getting up on the stage right now. Uh, I'm Gannon Yaxley, and I'm running for the deputy minister job as uh, Derek Farlader's running mate. There's some bad people who are trying to take over this country. Agreed. And we might have information, but we might need some in return. Yeah, guys, let, why don't we go around? Let's do any relationship changes, and if anyone wants to level up. Yes, I'm going to increase my mind to three. Whoa. Because Caleb has dived deep into the world of knowledge and picked up all the best reading habits, but the sacrifice that I pay for this is reducing my magic to one. I feel like with a plus three in mind, you don't notice something, you notice everything. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, it's like in um, uh, where he takes the p- limitless, thank you. Yeah, 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 he took the limitless pill. Yeah, he took the limitless pill. Yeah, except Caleb, whatever he's on also makes him hyper-anxious, kind of like Skylar. He's now always on the lookout for threats and problems. He's very suspicious. Mm. Suspicious. And he's also, at the same time, trying not to be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't, don't be, be suspicious. suspicious. But uh, he has got a minus two in heart for convincing people that he's not suspicious. <laughs> so, so so that's bad. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> he, he is suspicious. Very sus. All right. I'm, I'm also going to level up. I am going to reduce my soul from three to two and add it to my mind. Now that I've met an investigative journalist and, like, realized how little I know, I am way more on the lookout um, of noticing things and investigating things myself, because apparently that's the only way I can get my answers. So I'm adding one to mind. Okay, anybody else have anything? Uh, Yeah, Uh, Freya is actually going to take a plus one with her relationship with Skylar. I think she was really touched by Skylar wanting them there when all of this like really personal stuff was happening. Um, and it also, I feel like they can relate a bit better with Skylar because they found, they both found out about both of their fathers being kind of bigoted <laughs> and running for office together no less yeah i i'd like to improve my relationship with brad of joe and brad (laughs) brad of joe and brad is a great way to describe (laughs) brad of joe and brad i think leo is going to increase his relationship with freya from zero to one because she seems to have forgiven him and he's going to try and kind of get closer with her that's just what you think well, I mean, sure, but on his end, that's what he thinks. And I think I need to, I just realized my Skylar relationship was still a two, even though Skylar hates me right now. I feel like that's going to at least go down to one. Also, if you want, I can complete Leo's puberty, which is a really weird way to say that. Um, yeah, yeah, okay, go for it. Puberty done. It took one episode. That's all. That's how long puberty <laughs> two, takes, two and now episodes. it's over. Two episodes, yes. What happened to Leo? So Leo's creative trait from his positive traits is changing to philosophical, which I mentioned already. And his reckless trait from negative is changing to insecure after his experience with the book. 
Um, he'll be working on that. It's not locked, but that's what's up with him. Um, his body changes. Uh, his body's changing from awkward to lanky, which I feel is just like an evolution as he gets a little larger. Same thing. His eyes have changed from tired to understanding, uh, and his face has changed from friendly to determined. But he's still friendly. So that all has very important story effects that matter. I bet it. Well, I think it does because when you wake up Monday morning after being a foot shorter, everyone <laughs> freaks out. Everybody <laughs> <laughs> comes in one day. Right. Cor- correct. Yes. Um, so Allison was currently at a zero with Skylar, and I think that's because of things that happened last year. Mm-hmm. But over the summer, um, they've definitely gotten to know each other better and sort of like understand each other a little bit better. Um, from Allison being in Skylar's dream. So I'm going to bump that up to a plus one. You guys spend the rest of the weekend at the callers. Everyone is able to sort of like take a little bit of a breather after a lot of heavy stuff that happened over the weekend. And that Monday morning, you all head off to the Hogwarts Express and uh, make your way to Hogwarts. So um, getting off the carriages and uh, heading inside, you are now all sitting down uh, for the feast at the beginning of the year uh, and the sorting just before that. Can I just say that I brought Dr. Professor Wizard's magical role-playing experience on the train, and that's what we did on the way there? Yes, obviously you can say that. Yes, what happened? Tell me everything. Let's go. Let's do a quick flashback. What? (laughs) Tell me. So you're all in the car. Who's in the car with you? What's happening? Who's? I don't think Freya ever wants to play that game again. (laughs) (laughs) Leo absolutely does, despite everything. Allison would play it so long as she doesn't get murdered this time. Okay, flashback. Ah, I got these cool glittery rainbow dice. Check these out. Whoa! Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I think Dakota picks them up and is like. Oh man, these are awesome! You guys, what? How does this game work? You roll the dice, and is it like Monopoly? Just like Monopoly. Yeah, you roll the dice and you break reality. Uh, okay, now imagine in your head you're doing a move. What is it? You run into a garden of flowers. What do you do? Quick! Uh, I I pick them. I like flowers. Okay, roll the dice. Okay. Uh, it's an eight. Perfect. The flowers smell amazing, and they're magical flowers, and then uh, the pollen of the flowers make your nose turn purple, but everyone loves it. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh, that's it. You just make, you, it's just pretend, like you're just playing pretend? Yep, it's all nonsense. Super fun. Skylar never actually learned the rules, so they're just making it up. They have all the papers and the dice, though, and they're very enthusiastic. All right, end of flashback. <laughs> I guess. Okay, yeah, and so now you are all uh, sitting down at the Ravenclaw table saying hello to all of your good friends uh, that you haven't seen in months. Uh, would anyone like to say hi to anyone? Hunter! Hunter's not even at the Ravenclaw table, Oh, but I'm yes. sitting next to him. Hey, <laughs> you're just there. going to sit at the, at the Hufflepuff table? Yeah, man, he's our friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hunter just gives you a big hug. Oh, Hunter, you spent your summer at Uncle Parnassus, right? Yeah, yeah. How did you even, how did you know? I met someone who's related to you. His name is Jerry Stuffing. Oh, that's my second cousin, twice removed. Yeah. How, how did you meet him? I, I love that guy. I met him in Diagon Alley. He was at a political rally. Oh, that sounds weird. Cool. I'm, I don't know anything about politics. I'm just a simple, you know, country boy. And, that, and, and such. I know. <sighs> How? Uh, okay, that's it. That's all I wanted to say. Oh, okay. Bye, bye Scott. Bye, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I, I would, I, I, that was not in, in play. I wouldn't have said that to Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> I would have said, okay, Hunter, have a great uh, first feast, and I'll see you later in the halls. Okay, bye. Bye, 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 bye. Bye. Bye for bye. Now. He, he follows you to the Ravenclaw table. Bye. Bye. All right, bye. And then he, <laughs> oh, he walks back. Oh, hi, Hunter. You want to sit with us at the Ravenclaw table? Oh, no, that's okay. Thank, thanks, Leo. I'm good. Uh, Allison wants to look for Vicky. Yeah, I was going to say Freya also wants to look for Vicky. Okay, yeah. Uh, Vicky is sitting alone at the Slytherin table reading a book. 
Alrighty, I'm gonna elbow Freya and then like point at Vicky at the table. Hey, you want to go over? Yeah, I've I've been meaning to talk to her. I just I don't know if she remembers anything. Well, only one way to find out. Uh, and then Allison walks over to where Vicky is seated and try to like approaches on the side and like gives a little wave to try to get Vicky's attention. Uh, I think you need to roll to see if you did that well. Um, um what would you like me to roll? To uh, not be awkward. I feel like it's show courage. Be cool roll. Yeah, you're right. It's show courage. Be cool roll. <laughs> so that's a four plus one. Oh, no. Oh. Uh, At least I you're think learning. In this We're case, awkward. yeah, you're just like, re- you are the most <laughs> awkward you possibly could be about this. Like you, I, uh, I, I think what happens is you actually like trip as you walk over and then fall and then you stand back up and you're like, oh, uh, hey, Vicky. You spit pumpkin juice out of your mouth. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> oh, thanks. I didn't need help being more awkward. <laughs> what are what are what are you reading? Oh, uh, I am reading the life and times of Dexter McAllister. It's a kind of a crime novel sort of thing. Uh, it's like, a, you know, th- there's murder and death and stuff. It's, it's kind of cool. It's part of the Crime House saga. Yes, it's definitely part of the Crime House saga. The Crime House is involved in at least half of the, the books. Yeah. Uh, how was your summer? Oh, uh, it was it was fine. You know, normal crappy parents stuff, but you know how it is. So I understand that a lot. Freya just like stares off into the distance. Uh, what classes were you taking this year? Oh yeah, I'm I'm taking arithmetic and um, ancient runes this year. Oh, cool. Yeah, we're taking arithmancy as well, but um, I'm taking care of magical creatures and Freya's taking divination. Yeah, I'm um, I'm taking divination because of my uh, my dreams. And she like looks at at Vicky's reaction to see if she knows what I'm talking about. Complete deadpan. Yep. Cool. You have a lot of dreams or. Yeah, I I do. So she doesn't remember any of last year. But the only thing that she would remember is that one time that Allison was really a jerk to her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. uh, Are you excited to be back at school this year or? Yeah. Freya just has like a really disappointed look on her face. Well, Uh don't, uh, you know, don't, I won't stop you if you, uh, you seem like weird now. I'm, you can go. I'm sorry. I, I can get back to my book. Wow. Oh, uh, sorry to distract you from your book. And Allison just slowly starts oh, backing wait, away. Oh, wait, no. Al- Allison, uh, forget it. Sorry. Yeah, Freya, Freya just turns around and says, yeah, I'll talk to you later and leaves. Uh, Allison gives a little wave as she's backing away. And eventually turns around and just goes to the Ravenclaw table. Uh, she doesn't remember me at all. Yeah, that was a little weird. Why is every conversation with Vicky weird? I don't know, but I want to be her friend again. Cause Do you think I'm the awkward one? I think everyone's awkward. I think we're all awkward. It's weird, right? I have these memories of her being my best friend and talking to her as if she doesn't know me is just really messes with my head. I'm not awkward, Skylar says with mashed potatoes in their mouth while also wearing their embroidered <laughs> Ravenclaw cape. That's fantastic. <laughs> no, definitely not, Skylar. Definitely not awkward. Oh, roll roll cool. Have you had this mashed potatoes? It's so good. I rolled Freya, an maybe, eight. <laughs> maybe in arithmetic we can come up with some kind of spell that can access memories from alternate dimensions? That seems like third year magic. I don't know. I don't know if I want these memories. Freya, when you were friends in the other timeline, did you ever learn anything about her sister, Violet, or their father who wants us all dead? Oh, yeah, that seems important. Uh, Can I roll and I read about that? <laughs> Wait, their dad wants us dead? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what we learned by spying on the Gryffindors. That, She's like, got a job. Well, not necessarily that. All we know is that she has a job. No. Well, actually, we don't know if it's her dad, but she's been hired yeah, by no, somebody. It, you know, you were right. It was her dad, but I don't know if it's that he wants us dead. He just wanted us to not be friends. No, I think that we we are 
like some sort of doom of the universe and they want us dead. But yeah, can I can I roll on I read about that to see if I remember anything from that reality? <laughs> yeah, go for it. So that's a nine plus two. Okay, so complete success. Uh, I think you get to ask me three questions. Do I remember anything about Vicky's sister? You know, it's not, you never got like specific details, but you did get like the spark notes. You know that Violet is her dad's favorite. Okay. And that, yeah, Violet very strongly aligns with like all the stuff that their dad wants to do. Vicky has been, for the most part, blocked out of any of those sort of like familial conversations, but she does know at least a little bit about the fact that their dad works for a group of people who are very concerned with the order of some things in the magical community. Okay. So I relay all of that. It it seems like Vicky has a really hard home life and their father probably knows a, something about us and has talked to Violet about that. And that probably affects how Violet treats us. Well, you should ask what it is. Cause you know, if we're all, if we all have dads like that, then. I imagine my dad must be working for one of your dads. They seem important or, and if they're working with my dad, that means that they're not good people. What do we call I this mean, group? I don't know. I've been starting to think that my dad's not a good person. Starting? Oh, no. You guys just don't understand. Like, I grew up with him. It's it's really hard for me to see him in this light. He's always been nice to me. Didn't he lock you up last summer? Kick you out of the house? A <sighs> well, little bit. People can yes. be both nice and not nice. Doug was nice sometimes. That's right. No one is 100% evil. Everyone's got layers. I know the lich was pretty evil. <laughs> Until yeah. he wasn't when he was... A baby. Uh, See? Uh, layers. A, a giant baby, man. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't very nice to you guys last year, and I hope that doesn't make me a not nice person. You meant well, Leo. That's the difference, I think. I don't think my dad means well. For everybody. Well, we can just try to be nice to Vicky and see if we can't be friends with her in classes. And I don't know. We could fight her out to sports outside. I don't know. What am I saying? I don't even like sports. I think everyone has some good and bad inside them. And it, it all depends on what what people's actions are and what they do with that. Does anyone see any grilled cheese? Roll for yeah, grilled cheese. <laughs> Roll grilled Roll cheese. For cheese. Four. You, there's no grilled cheese. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's totally grilled cheese. You just don't see it. Oh. Ooh, can I roll for bacon? Oh my god! No, you don't need to roll for bacon. There's bacon everywhere. I have okay, plus six I'm to gonna bacon. take a bowl and put it in front of Allison because I know that's what she likes. Here you go, Allison. Oh, bacon. Hang on. Thanks, Your favorite. Skylar. Oh, I find so much bacon. <laughs> Should we have a separate bacon magic? I think we should oh just God. keep making rolls to find food, and every time we fail, we get experience points. <laughs> <laughs> Almost pack. like you guys broke the system somehow. <laughs> but I'm going to go looking for some after-dinner mints. <laughs> yeah, and so as you guys uh, work your way through this gut-busting meal, you're all leaning back in your chairs, once again, sleepy as usual, after uh well, I, I just don't know if Caleb ever allows himself to get comfortable again. You know, oh, I feel like he's just so in hyper-aware mode from this point on. Oh, that's so not good for your body. That's, uh, yeah, you, you've you been traumatized. CPTSD. <laughs> I feel like Leah would take notice of that. So Freya. Yeah? Has your dad ever mentioned not wanting people like... Duncan and Tristan in Hogwarts. And Duncan and Tristan are like non-humans. They're Duncan's a mer person and Tristan's an elf that attend Hogwarts. I mean, you make it sound like he has candid conversations with me. Not so... really. He's mentioned how he feels about all of you, but I 
I don't think it's a good idea to repeat it. Tell me right. everything. <laughs> <laughs> but has he, like, did you know he was running for office? Yes. I knew it was some kind of office. I just didn't know, I didn't know his platforms or anything. It's not like he's talked to me about it. All all he asked of me and all we've talked about most of mm-hmm. this summer is my behavior and how I need to act a certain way in order for him to look good. But, like, you already act great. What do you have to change? Because just being yourself is perfect. Skylar, do you remember last summer how I, um, how I ran away? You mean when your dad locked you up? Yeah, he doesn't see it that way. But, but the, the running away part? Yeah. Do you know how many events he had planned that week that I bailed on? No. Yeah. It, it didn't look good. So he wants you to just stay in a cage until he gets this position and not do anything? I mean, Hogwarts, but yeah, pretty much. I don't know. Well, how do you feel about the campaign he's going to be running? I don't agree with it. I don't agree with the oh, idea good. of... Did you think I did? I didn't know. I mean, you're his family, and I I know that, like... A family's a big thing, apparently, in this campaign, and I just got nervous. Skylar, do you really think that I would be okay with that? With non-human magical creatures not being able to have wands and not being able to be here? I think they have just as much right as us. That makes me feel so much better. But, like, if your dad's running for it, I don't know. I'm just, I'm glad that you don't feel that way. It makes me feel better. I mean, how do you feel about your father running? He's not, he, he's not my father. I have two amazing fathers that are not running for anything. Just being the best no. father. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're running for first place of being best dad. Yeah. But, <laughs> okay, but you know what I mean. It's very contentious. They're both winning. My birth, birth father. Father. Hate that word now. Anyway. You could just call him the donor. Well, I have, I'm not part of his family, you know? I'm, I don't know who he is, and he doesn't know who I am, and I think he thinks I've been dead for the past 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, wait, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, Skylar's counting on their fingers, five years. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he's not my family, and I don't associate myself with him, even though that's what he claims is such an important factor in his campaigning. I mean, do you think that there's any way we could change their minds? I don't know. Maybe I was thinking that we could infiltrate. And Skylar has like a gleam in their eye. And take them down from the inside. <laughs> Too much? <laughs> a little, yeah. Well, I mean, I I do think it's worth a try to change their minds, um, especially since, you know, you're close with your dad, even though you don't have candid conversations. And I think, I mean, I, I think you, you should definitely try to change your dad's mind. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I should try. Yeah, tell him. Like, Duncan's awesome. And... He's so good, like, at Transfiguration, and Tristan's going to be the next Minister of Magic, I'm pretty sure. As you are uh, having this conversation, you hear a loud, ahem, uh, and when you all turn and look up at the staff table, you see your new headmaster, Professor Fessel, uh, standing up in front of the entire school, and he says, um, good evening, Hogwarts! and the Gryffindor table just goes bananas. Like they're going nuts. Like everybody's cheering. Did everyone have a good summer? And you hear whoops. Uh, you hear um, you hear one of the Gryffindors yell, heck yeah, I did. It was great. I went to my mom's uh, lake house. It was awesome. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Uh, good McCloskey. That's, that's, that's great. I'm sure that was awesome. Thank oh, you. I was going to ask you if that telling was one, all of, us. one of our Griffin bros, but <laughs> nah, it wasn't, it was a different, it was a different bro. <laughs> well, I hope y'all had a good summer. Uh, 
Because this year, we are going to be buckling down and getting real. Quality education, that's what I'm here for. The last decade or so, I have watched as this once pristine institution has slowly devolved into a lovey-dovey participation trophy safe space that, frankly, we can no longer allow. I won't lie to you. Dark times are coming. So, as a result, I am going to be spending the year working with the faculty to enact a series of new policies, as well as a brand new curriculum that will be focused on a practical and useful education. You know, look, I'm going to be real with you guys. Parts of the magical community may think that we have nothing but good times ahead and, and peace in, in, in society, but I am here to tell you it's just not true. And as an educator, I, I can't, no, I won't stand by and let you children go into the world woefully underprepared. And then he looks at the Ravenclaw table and he looks right at Caleb and he says, dark tidings are here and we need to be ready for what's next. Um, Skyla's going to turn to the f- new first year sitting next to them and like, like wipe a the tears off their face and be like, it's okay. It's okay. Nothing bad's going to happen. You're safe here at school. <laughs> but, but he said that something bad is going to happen. Are we in danger? No, you are fine. You're safe at Hogwarts and we love you. Mwah! And I give her a kiss on her forehead. <laughs> uh, she wipes it off and says, okay, what's your name? I'm Skylar, and you can ask for me anytime for help. And Leah's like, yeah, Skylar's right. People only die at Hogwarts every once in a while. I, I oh elbow God. you. <gasps> I elbow Leo. you so hard. Can I roll for elbowing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Roll struggle. Oh, my God. Should I roll and tough it, it out? And <laughs> Yeah. How I fail. This is just like an up and down strength check. Yeah. Uh, I rolled a seven. Yeah, I rolled a six. I fell. Barely. Yeah, you managed to stave off the elbow, Mm -hmm. but uh, like you kind of hit your knee in the process. As you all get up and uh, start heading uh, upstairs to bed, the Ravenclaws in particular seem like pretty concerned about this whole thing. You see um, Emmanuel is actually walking with Danica and the two of them are quietly conversing uh, in hushed conversation. They Ooh. are also... Oh, I, I'm going to try to quick and quiet and listen in on what they're saying. Okay. Yeah, nothing I love I'm... more than having two characters talk to each other. Um, <laughs> cool. I mean, wait, go I'm, for I'm, it. I'm probably still it. wearing my cape, so I don't know if I can sneak really well. I think you just get dis- like, a, like a minus one for that. <laughs> minus one yeah, for Yeah, okay. Okay, so cape makes me fail. So, yep. I fail. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what what happens? Like, tell me what you do as okay, a result so of I probably, like, failing. Yeah, I probably, words. like, run up to get close to them, and then, like, the glitter from my cape reflects off of everything, and they kind of, like, stop talking and look back at me, and they, like, look confused for a sec, and then they see that further behind uh dakota's also wearing a cape and they're like "Mm, okay and then they keep walking yep that makes sense other thing to note and when emmanuel turns around he is wearing a head boy badge oh uh uh well thank you kindly skylar how's your summer emmanuel oh it was good you know i can't complain too much you know what do you think of the new headmaster well you know caleb you gotta fight your fight where you can fight your fight you know what i mean it's uh sometimes Sometimes stuff that happens is good. Sometimes it's not so good. But you only can control what you can control. You know, you don't don't, too, don't have to worry too much about stuff you can't. You know. Yeah, yeah. But it's not great. It's not great. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not happy about it. I'm not looking forward to it. So we'll we'll just have to work on it together. You know. Uh, if you need anything, anything at all, any of y'all, uh, just you know, feel free to reach out. I'm always here. Thanks. Always got extra teddy bears. Whatever you Ooh, need. Oh, actually, I point out to the first year. She might need a teddy bear tonight. Okay, thank, thanks for uh, thanks for that, Skylar. I'll, uh, I'll make sure that she's taken care of. And uh, Emmanuel walks over to the little girl and uh, is like, oh, you, you, you're doing all right? And they, they start having a conversation and he seems like he's uh, looking out for her. She's kind of like wiping tears off her face. Uh, and so you continue walking and eventually make your way up to the knocker. Ooh, I've missed this. <laughs> knock, knock, knock. 
What crosses the river but does not move? Water? No. That's very much it moves. A bridge. <laughs> it's a bridge. It's a bridge. <laughs> yeah. The door unlocks, squeaks open, and uh, you can all head uh... on inside. <laughs> Allison's pretty excited to uh, be back at school, and uh, she sits up in the corner of the common room, and she starts playing something on her legendary ukulele. Allison, you're getting pretty good at that. I mean, you were kind of great at it when as when you first picked that up, but this is really good. Yeah, I don't quite know. I just sort of like feel it where I need to put my fingers and just feel the music and it just comes to me. Should we start a band? I feel like we should start a band. I I don't know. But none of you play instruments except for, except for <laughs> Allison. Allison didn't play an instrument until two days ago. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I tried to get a book on how to learn to play the ukulele, but they didn't have books. And then this ukulele just sort of plays itself. Yeah. I just Feel the vibe of it. All we have to do is find a couple more legendary magical instruments. <laughs> oh, yeah. I bet you could find a magical legendary triangle. Yeah, magical legendary xylophone, you know. Yeah, collect them all. <laughs> Gotta collect them all. And then we'll have a band that is awesome and somehow pays a terrible price for their powers. I do hear that there is like a band club. I think I might join. Um, I'm not sure who runs it. I look to Emmanuel and I say... Do you know who runs the band club? Huh? What? Uh, I'm sorry, what? Uh, band oh. club. And I give a little like strum to emphasize oh, my band. Oh, you want to be in, a ba- in the, 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 the music club. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. You know, that's run by uh, uh, Professor Fontaine. Uh, you know, the, the arithmetic professor? Professor Fontaine. I don't think I've met him, them. Oh, uh, it's her. She's, she's, uh, she teaches arithmetic, you know? Uh, oh, I guess you're third year, so you've probably never taken... Well, most people don't take arithmetic, but... Uh, yeah, no, she, she's, she's around, you know, on occasion. The tall Wait, one, kind of... Most people don't take arithmetic? Literally all of us are taking arithmetic. Oh, we're just well, special. Wow, all of you are taking arithmetic? Well, it's pr- going to be a big class this year, I guess. I feel like Caleb and I might just test out of arithmetic, you know, what with our in-legging spell. Uh, yeah, I don't know about all that. Exactly, but uh, you know, you could just talk to her after class. I'm sure that you know, if you're all taking the class together, you could probably talk about it and see where things go. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I will talk to Professor Fontaine about music club. All right. Well, um, you know, have have a good night. Try to get to bed early enough. Uh, you know, we got got class in the morning, so you know, be be prepared. That's what I say. That's my motto. Be prepared. <laughs> It's not like Scar, I promise. But I was about to sing that song. Please. Be prepared. It was so close. You, if you'd wait another half well, a second. If you <laughs> murdered any of our fathers, we might actually be okay with it. <laughs> oh, no. Caleb. Uh, oh, man, that's more than one of us, huh? I think I think Emmanuel doesn't know how to reply to that. He's just like, uh, let's not talk about murder too much. Anyway, I'm going to go up to bed. Uh, let me know if you need anything. Bye. Murder, murder, okay. murder. I'm going to pull Caleb aside. And like, look around the room, make yeah. sure no one's eavesdropping. Okay, yeah, no one's eavesdropping. It's started. It's pretty late. Most people immediately go to bed at the end of the feast, so the common room is fairly empty. Okay, Caleb, I am not entirely sure what Professor Fessel meant, but whatever it was, did not seem good, especially when he was looking directly at you. Oh yeah, he wants me kicked out of the school, and he might think that we're the problem. Yeah, well, he might be in agreement with that whole political party, and you could be... Oh, yeah, they might use me as a scapegoat. I understand. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But I want you to be prepared, and I was going to save this for the holidays, and Skylar is, like, shuffling and grabbing something out of their pocket, but also keeping it concealed. Um, Here, and I I push it into your hands. It's, It's called a lunoscope. And it tracks, it tracks the moon, so you don't have to do all your moon charts and stuff. And I want you to be prepared, and so you know you you won't you won't miss a day or anything, and make any mistakes because we got to be on our toes this year. Oh, thanks, Skylar. Yeah, I've been keeping much better track, but I just feel like if they're looking for a reason, they're going to find one. I'm oh yeah. Considering maybe just sucking up to Preston and seeing if. I can make him like me somehow, but if not, then I'll learn what I can while I'm here at Hogwarts and then go on the run. 
If my dad can do it, he's pretty incompetent. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, also, Skylar pulls out, like, a really crumpled, dirty piece of paper. This was your potions hold mark from last year. I never <laughs> returned it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I it's guess totally I wondered what happened late. to that, but I made wow. another copy. Oh, good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, why don't you keep that as a reminder of potions? And now, a word from our wizard sponsors. So, how are you getting to the party tonight? I think I'll just use the flu network. How about you? Oh, no. I'm really tired of getting powder up my nose and then coughing the rest of the night. I'm taking monkeys. What? Uh, monkey. Oh, here they are now. Uh, just minutes after I summoned them. Bye! Introducing the Flying Monkey Delivery Service. With just a wave of your wand, we'll send one or two monkeys to carry you away to your destination. Don't like brooms? Don't like carpets? Don't like flu powder? Don't like apparating? You'll love monkeys! FMDS comes with different modes, including Silent Monkey, Radio Monkey, Party Monkey, and Monkey Business. It's like Kiki's delivery service, but scarier. Complimentary banana with your first ride. If you've got a long trip, be sure to ask for our de-lousing benefits. Hi, everybody. It's Kevin, your resident Potter nerd. I gotta say, so I just met the most lovely witch right before this. I got a few free vouchers for the Flying Monkey Delivery Service, and I was trying them out, and... The woman who sent the monkeys was just delightful. She couldn't stop cackling in delight. Although she did keep asking me if I had seen a girl with sparkly red shoes. I'm not really sure what that was about, but I did leave as soon as she started going into a musical number. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Why Can't We Be Wizards? I want to thank you all so much for all of your continued support and everything that you awesome people in the community are continuing to do for us. Uh, once again, I don't have a lot this week, so I'm going to keep it nice and short. Please, if you haven't already, please join our Discord. Uh, this week, we got some of the cast of the show to take pictures of themselves to try to imitate some of their pets. Uh, and I have to say, Mike sitting in a chair like a dog did, in fact, make my evening. So if you want to see that and more, please check out our Discord server. Uh, we might even have some more surprises in the Discord coming up soon. So more on that later. Also, please continue to tweet about the show with the hashtag WhyNotWizards. And if you haven't already, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever other podcast app you use. Those do a lot to help us get the word out about the show. As usual, I want to thank Table Story for creating our absolutely phenomenal game system, Witchcraft and Wizardry. It's a ton of fun to play, and I hope that y'all check them out when you get a chance. Okay, uh, that's pretty much it for me this week. We're going to be back as usual in two weeks on October 8th. And with that, let's get back to the show. Yeah. And so uh, next morning you all head down for breakfast. Um, you have a nice transfiguration lesson with Professor Pritchard in the morning. And then right after that, you head up to uh, arithmetic class for the first time. As you all file in, you realize that Hey, this is a pretty small classroom. And then the next thing you realize is that this is the class. Oh, no. It's just the five of us. It's the five of you. <laughs> oh, my God. And Vicky. And that's oh, it. Wow. Oh, Nobody man. else shows up. Wow. Hey, Vicky. I wave. Oh, uh, hi, Skylar. I'm so glad you're in this class. Uh, yeah, it seemed like it would be good for my education. I know, right? Here. It's such an interesting class. I'm surprised not more people signed up for it. And uh, as you're uh, as you're all still standing there, not even having taken your seats, a very tall, very severe looking woman uh, walks into the classroom. Well, why aren't you all sitting down already? I sit down so fast. Uh, Allison rushes to sit down as well. Caleb's already sitting down with his pen and paper out. So who's sitting with who? I'll sit with Vicky. I'll sit with Leo. Alrighty, then, um, Skylar, we can be buddies. Professor Esmeralda Fontaine 
Excellent. She sort of leans back on her desk and says, um, every other class you've taken so far in your studies here at Hogwarts have been about how to use magic. Today, we will not be studying how to use magic. We will be studying magic itself. Uh, can anyone tell me what arithmancy is? Oh, oh, Leo raises his hand. Uh, yes, what's your name? Uh, Leo. Okay, Leo, go, uh, go, go for it. Arithmancy is creating your own spells. And actually, Caleb and I have been dabbling a little ourselves. And okay, I cast well, that's not really correct. Oh, okay. I cast a uh, legend yeah. on the book. <laughs> roll, roll magic. <laughs> yeah, roll magic. Yeah. What? Wait, your book? Like your textbook? Yeah, my own textbook. Your own arithmancy textbook. Cool, cool, yep, cool. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I rolled a 12. <laughs> yes. Plus three magic, baby. <laughs> okay. So yeah, you uh, your textbook... Sprouts fleshy, although somewhat papery legs, like a weird combination of paper flesh, um, and stands up and just sprints out of the room as fast as it possibly can. (laughs) Oh, wait. Oh, Freya, can I borrow your textbook? And he says, you can't catch me. I'm the textbook (laughs) man. Yeah, I'm the gingerbread man. Yeah. Um, (laughs) That's exactly what happens. Wait, fleshy um, leg. I feel like the the better the success of the leg, and the more gross the legs are. Oh yeah, they're actually beefy and muscular, oh, like Trogdor. That's awful. <laughs> oh my god! So- <laughs> you had to have, you had to have expected this. She's either going to be impressed or disgusted. There's or professor disgusted. Professor Fontaine says you make that up yourself. Well, mostly Caleb. We were, a but team. it was a team effort. This yeah. is. This is Caleb. You're Caleb? Yeah. Well, I. how did you divine uh, the necessary instruments with which to uh, create such a... Oh, I can't say beautiful because it frankly wasn't, but... Uh, <laughs> That's understandable. Such a impressive feat of skill and magical prowess. She's impressed. We're well, making fun of us. Uh, we, uh, we were combining some transfiguration with uh, like a badgering spell and... Just trying to get the legs, you know. It was a lot about visualizing it and then trying different motions. Yeah, something about food. I, I can't really remember, honestly. Ah, I see. So you didn't use any uh, colloquial techniques in order to derive the incantation. What was the incantation you used? And legging. <laughs> ah. <laughs> okay. Well... Uh, that's not really what arithmancy is, I'm afraid. Um, arithmancy is a little more complex than all of that. So the word arithmancy, and I want to define this for you because I think understanding the concepts behind language and words and how they relate to our understanding are actually fundamentally important to the study of arithmancy. The term arithmancy is actually originally derived from two Greek words, uh, arithmus, which means number, uh, and mantea, meaning divination. So arithmancy is thus the study of divination through numbers. Now, let's be careful because those that literal translation doesn't necessarily mean what it may sound like it means. Uh, when I refer to divination, I don't actually mean tea leaves and palmistry. Uh, which are obviously drivel and nonsense. We can all agree. Uh, okay. <laughs> we can all agree. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, Freya does yep. not nod her head. She just kind of looks down. Skylar nods their head. I... They're starting to get used to lying to adults. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I can't tell, Professor. I've not seen any successful divinations through palmistry, but I I have seen prophecies come true i start shaking my head at caleb well caleb you know that's a a very astute observation obviously um no scientific research is done uh without at least some uh measure of observation Uh, i am here to tell you that divination in that sense is largely drivel and nonsense Uh, not to be to be fair you're right there are probably some uh, uh some prophetic truths uh but those are very few and far between uh, doesn't the ministry have a room of prophecies that they hold? I've, I've heard rumors that something like that might be the case, but I, I, I think we need to take a step back here. I All I'm saying is divination, as defined in the Greek, uh, is not literally meant to be translated 
as divination as you might know it in your school work. Arithmancy, in short, is the study of numbers and their relationship to the words that we use, uh, the, the linguistics of those words, and their interaction with magical properties. In layman's terms, that means that we study how magic itself is derived from spells. Uh, now, obviously, some of you already have, so I guess I, I want to ask the class broadly, have you ever considered how new magic is created and how the words you say, the incantations you use, can define the meaning of a spell? Yeah, I've tried to make a spell before. It didn't exactly work the way that I wanted it to, but... And how did you how did you attempt to do that? I can show you. Uh, she takes a piece of paper out and casts the jelly chartum on it. Uh, that's an 11. Okay, yeah, complete success. So you have this piece of paper uh, and it can tell somebody's emotion, right? Yeah, it changes color. So... Professor, do you, like she hasn't touched it yet, so she motions to it and says, "Professor, do you want to just touch this piece of paper?" Sure. She reaches forward and picks up the piece of paper. Uh, yeah, it turns light blue, which means relaxed. Yeah, so that means that you're relaxed, and if you were feeling something else, it would be a different color. Mm-hmm. And tell me, uh, what did you use uh, any of the? Translation tables? How, how did you derive the incantation for this spell? Uh, I had settled on... Um, so I know that the spell... Uh, leg- legimency? Legilimens? Legilimens? I know that the spell legilimens means to... It, it causes you to read the person's mind. And chartum is the Latin word for paper. And so I had tried to connect those two in the incantation. Yes, yeah, um, that's, a, that's a very common layman's method of deriving magical incantations. I want to caution all of you right now. That is an extremely dangerous thing to do. Do you whoops. understand why? Um, I mean, the spell could not have the intended function words yes, mean different that's things right. and words mean words mean, words mean lots of different things and sometimes they mean nothing at all please i ask you we need to be very careful in this course we use theory and understanding in order to derive spells and and anything that's not from a very well prepared derived method or at least well examined in absence of that i Caution you, please, do not do that. Don't make spells with Google Translate. Got it. I don't know what Google is, but <laughs> yes. I mean, that's how I thought spells were made, just like trial and error. Uh, they were when the cavemen were in, were ruling magic. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but that Cave, was Cavemen horrifying. were wizards. Cavemen magic. Of course cavemen were wizards. How, what, how do you, how do you where think, did you think wizards came from? We just sprouted from trees last year? I don't know, Professor. That just sounds like a, a really silly thing to me. How do you think they invented fire? Yeah, and then there's like a flashback to like Orc and Gork. And they both got <laughs> like they both got clubs, but they're using them as wands. <laughs> that yeah. magic that they used back then, did it have you ever heard of a type of magic called Eldin magic, Professor? Uh Caleb. What you're asking about is extremely dangerous. Well, yes, all of us in this room have had Elden magic cast on and around us. Uh, uh, Vicky clears her throat. <laughs> says, uh, except for maybe uh, Vicky. What's what? I don't know. Vicky, can we tell you this? You can't tell anyone. This is kind of like secret stuff. <laughs> yeah, Leo gets up and closes the door. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess so. It's up to you. Okay. Uh, the prof- the professor is very skeptical of all of this. At the uh. end of first year, during our exams, someone, a dark wizard, showed up in the hedge maze and tried to kill us with uh, Elden magic. Yes, yes, I, I've I heard this story back then. Um, wasn't this your? Wasn't that your dad? Yeah, Leo. It was my dad. He's a dark wizard. <laughs> what What did he cast? Some sort of black tentacle spell. It was white hands. They were pulling 
me into the ground. But my iPod pulled you right back out. Yeah, I don't think he even said an incantation. I'm sorry, your what did what? My iPod. I pull out my iPod and I like kind of shuffle around until I find the song. And then I play You Raise Me Up. Uh, The professor takes the iPod from your hands and just starts examining it with great interest. Ah, yes, the work of the great wizard Steve Jobs. (laughs) Careful. (laughs) (laughs) And she says, um, how did you, how did you do this? Magic? I look around really confused because I don't know how it works. She hands you the iPod back and she says, um, I think that, uh, it seems as though all of you have quite a lot to learn. Let's begin. Wait, where does magic come from? Where does magic go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, <laughs> what, you're, what you're asking me right now are very fundamental and existential questions that, to be honest with you, uh, we don't entirely know the answers to. But what I will tell you is that by studying hard in this course, you will become much closer to the meaning of those things. And if you so desire, I will work with you to make sure that you understand the answers at least to the degree that knowledge exists in the world, awesome. how to answer. I like looking around at my friends trying to decide visually, like by eye contact, should we should we tell her? Freya shakes her head at you. Not yet. I like this teacher. Yeah, she seems pretty sensible compared to all the rest of them. Look, we'll start with something simple today. Uh, is everyone familiar with the, with the Aguamenti charm? Yes. Yes. Okay. She takes out her wand and she casts Aguamenti and a little bit of water just spurts out of her wand and lands right in Leo's face. <laughs> and nice. she says, oh, uh, sorry about that. Uh, uh, my aim <laughs> isn't so great. It's okay. I'll dry myself off and I'll just cast uh, Incendio on my face. <laughs> oh, wait, please don't do that. Oh. So, Agua, as in water, uh, and Menti, of the mind. But what does that really mean, right? Menti of the mind. Like, where, where does that come from? How does that relate to the word agua? And why does that mean that water spurts out of this little s- stick of wood? It doesn't, uh, uh, right? I, I mean, at, at a high level, that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Why? Right. Yeah. So today, class, turn to page seven of your textbooks uh, and start reading about the Pythagorean method. Uh, so understand the foundations of the numerological meaning behind each of the syllables in the spell Aguamenti, and then in that table right over there, and she uh, points to uh, uh, something on the chalkboard behind her, translate them into those value assignments. So uh, go ahead, start reading and get started, and I'll kind of walk around the room and try to help where I can. Allison's going to start reading, and it's just like, awesome. I didn't know there was numbers involved. Skylar gets right into it. Oh, if you thought charms was math, this class is math. Skylar whispers, numbers are the language of the universe. I thought music was the language of the universe. Music is math. Music Music is is math. math. Can Caleb roll in I read about that to, like, get extra advantages? Uh, No, go for it. Why don't you roll I read about that? That is a seven plus three. Okay, so uh, with a 10, you uh, actually read uh, quite a bit of numerology in a textbook last year. And so as a result, uh, you were able to complete your uh, your table faster than everybody else by a pretty significant margin. Uh, I want to help Vicky with hers afterwards and try to like talk to her a little bit and be like, yeah, Vicky, the five of us are already pretty close friends, and since you're the only other new person in this class with us, if you wanted, you could probably be our friend, too. Uh, you want to be my friend? Well, that would be most efficient. We are in this class together. Right, uh, efficient, yeah. Um, yeah, we can we can be friends. We can help each other with the work. Do you need help? I'm still kind of trying to figure this out right now. I'm not sure... Like, I see this, it's like a little A, but it's got like a squiggly on top. I don't really know. Oh, yes, that's a that's a Greek character. Let me, it essentially means that you add three to the number that's underneath. Oh, 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 like this. Okay, and she starts writing some some notes uh, on the side of her paper. 
And uh, based on your help, she's also able to complete her table pretty easily. All right. Well, that seems good. Uh, and then uh, the professor stands up at the front of the class and says, all right, uh, class, it looks like everyone is completed. And uh, it looks like we all got to the same answer eventually. So I thought we could try to take some of the, the knowledge that we learned here and turn it into something slightly more practical. How does that sound? Yeah, I like practical. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so we learned how to translate in reverse the Aguamenti charm. Now, can anyone think of a charm which is very similar to Aguamenti uh, that we could perhaps retranslate into something that could also be uh, another magical spell? Oh, man, this was in our spell list. It was like drying up little ponds and something. There's also an aqua jet spell, too. What about just like incendio? Uh, similar in what way? Do you mean just like in simplicity of the words or? The base roots that you're using here, and she points to some more very complicated figures, allow you to use those simple building blocks to generate new information. And you can use that to build uh, other incantations. Aquamenti. Aqua eructo. I don't know. Let's give that one. Let's give that one a try. Let's let's translate in the table. Uh, and she walks over to you, Caleb, and starts writing some more pretty complex math. And she says, uh, I, I think it'll work. Uh, do you want to give it a try? Yeah. Wait, what is it supposed to do? How do we know it well, works? It'll shoot a blast of water. Aqua eructo. Oh, man. That's a three. Oh, no. Plus one. Yeah. Okay. Um, so your wand is definitely going to get thrown from your hand and land at the very back of the class. But the other thing that happens is you blast Leo with a torrent of water, and he is now completely drenched. Ah! Professor Fontaine stands back and, like, dodged out of the way of that water. Ah, okay, well, it seems like we may have uh, overcompensated a little bit. Um, I think this figure might have been incorrect. What do you think, Caleb? Yeah, let's... Completely I... ignoring the fact that Leo is drenched. <laughs> Leo just can gives I, a uh, thumbs up. Can I try it again? Uh, yes, but I think, I think that we're going to need to make an adjustment in terms of the wand movement based on that. And maybe the wand aim... <laughs> all right everybody stand back i say retrieving my wand aqua eructo and this time it's much better that's an 11 plus one okay yeah and with a 12 um your burst of water shoots forward out over the class and then lands perfectly in a vase on the teacher's desk wow that worked a lot better yeah that was the complete opposite what did you do differently you just like did a different wand motion and thought a bit harder? Oh, yeah. It's definitely all about the thought. Before, <laughs> I was thinking about the water blasting out, but this time I thought about it going into the vase on the teacher's desk. Good job. Yeah, good job, Caleb. Yeah, that was, that was excellent chance. work, Caleb. Really, really nice job. And then at that, the bell rings, and uh, the professor says, Now, make sure you study. We're going to read the rest of chapter one. And uh, make sure you bring to class the answers to the questions at the end of the chapter. Professor, for a little bit of extra help, do you can you teach us the root of a spell that would dry clothes? <laughs> uh, yeah, she she rolls her eyes at you and lazily flicks her wand, and then all of a sudden you are dry as uh, as can be. Whoa! Thanks. Thank you, Professor, Bye, Professor. Fontaine. Um, as they walk out, Allison's going to lean over to Frey and be like, wow, that was actually a good professor. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to learn a lot from that class. I'm really excited yeah. about it. Much better than potions. I heard that. Do you think she really doesn't know where the source of magic comes from? Yeah, why would she lie? Well. But you saw how she reacted when Caleb mentioned Elden magic. Oh, yeah. yeah. She definitely knows what Elden magic is. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll find out. It might be worth talking to her about it, but I, I'm i skeptical if we can trust her. Yeah, she is an adult. Allison, weren't you going to ask about Music Club? Oh, yeah, thanks, Skylar. I completely forgot. Alrighty, uh, I'll catch you guys later. Yeah, we'll meet you at the Great Hall. And then Allison just turns around and runs back to the arithmetic classroom. Professor Fontaine looks like uh, she is 
tidying up the room and uh, putting away some of her books when you walk back into the classroom and she turns and says, oh, uh, a- Allison, did you forget something? Uh, Yeah, so I heard that you run the music club, maybe, and I have a legendary ukulele and I wanted to join. <laughs> And she goes, oh, my God, the ukulele uh, her eyes is legend. Lit, her eyes lit up when you said music club, and it is nothing compared to the glow behind her as you mentioned the legendary ukulele. And she just says, the legendary ukulele? Uh, yeah, I, um, I found it in a store, and the guy gave it to me. Come with me. We have a lot to do. And she <laughs> grabs your hand and, like, starts pulling you and running down the hallway. <laughs> oh god, Allison does not know what she just got herself into. Mm-hmm.